My entitled mother lies to my face, telling me that I have a heart defect ever since I was a baby. And she did all that just to try and prevent me from getting the COVID-19 vaccine. And when I found out the truth, I was absolutely enraged. And I absolutely could not believe that she would do something like that to me. Here's what happened. So this was in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic, right when they started announcing the vaccine for teenagers. I was living with my mom, who wasn't anti-vax growing up, but now believes COVID is fake and the vaccines are evil and all this other weird stuff. I had told her I wanted to get the vaccine and asked her to book me an appointment, but she said no. Every time I asked her, it was a no with whatever excuse she decided to make up until one day I sat her down and I decided either she support me in this choice or I would go and get it done myself without her. And this is what I had to say. I said, mom, I know how you feel about the vaccine, but you are immunocompromised. And if you get COVID, this will be really bad. I need to get this vaccine. My mom looked at me and said, I don't care. No, you are not putting that in your body. I tried to reason with her by saying, Mom, pretty soon we won't be able to go anywhere without being vaccinated. I won't be able to go out for dinner with my friends or do anything. And at this point, my mom drops the biggest lie she's ever told me in my life. My mom asks me if I want to know the truth as to why she doesn't want me getting a vaccine. She went on to say, When you were born, you had a tube in your heart that wouldn't close. We had to keep you in the hospital for weeks to fix it. And even then, they were worried that it could open back up at any point and that you would not live. Doctors say you shouldn't get the vaccine if you have had a severe heart defect. And you do. And when she had said this, I was absolutely astounded. I had heard many stories about my birth and the health problems I faced as a baby. But that was never mentioned. Not once in my growing up. I was immediately worried about my heart and started panicking doing research to see what are the chances that it were to open up and to cause more problems in my life. My mother knew I was panicking over it and simply said nothing, but I was freaking out. So I reached out to a friend of mine that had a similar heart defect and we chatted for a little bit and she said I should be fine to get the vaccine. Fast forward to a week or two later and I went downstairs to tell my mom that I had booked an appointment to get the vaccine and that after much research, I should be fine. But as soon as I told her that, she looks up from her phone and says, extremely nonchalantly, oh, by the way, you don't have anything wrong with your heart. I just don't want you to get the vaccine. And she said this as if she was telling me she was going to get milk, totally calm with absolutely no remorse for lying to me. My jaw dropped. I couldn't believe that my own mother had lied to me about me having some serious health problems just so I wouldn't get this vaccine. She watched me freak out about it and worry about passing away and said nothing about it. She just let me freak out. She watched me almost cry when she told me and said nothing, all because she didn't want me to get a vaccine to save her life. I eventually got the vaccine anyway and with much begging, eventually so did she. She refused to get her second dose and was extremely overdramatic about her first. She screamed and cried for hours saying how much her arm hurts and how sick she was. To this day, she still only has one dose and I've never forgotten the fact that she lied to me. This is actually crazy to me. The fact that this mother would lie to their kid, claiming that they had some kind of heart problem, just to avoid them getting the COVID vaccine is like borderline crazy in my opinion. If you don't want to get it for personal reasons, then go ahead, don't do it. But to lie to somebody just to manipulate them so they can follow your stupid agenda is so unbelievably toxic and such a terrible thing to do, especially to your own child. Like the original poster was literally doing this to try and protect their mom. They were literally trying to just not get them sick, but she turns around 
and lies about a serious health problem. I mean, that's absolutely unexcusable in my opinion. And sure, the original poster's mom has every right not to get the vaccine. And they have every right to voice their opinion of, hey, I don't think you should get it either. Like, go for it. Free country. Do whatever you want. But to make up a lie this severe about someone having heart troubles just so you can feel smug about preventing them from getting it is not only unbelievably toxic, but also incredibly abusive. The original poster went on to say that they now live about 18 hours away from their family and that her mom lives off the grid, whatever that means. So hopefully they don't have to deal with him on a daily basis anymore because who knows what other kind of lies this lady will come up with just to try and manipulate their kid. My friend tries to put me down just because I live with my parents in my 30s and it's really starting to bother me and I honestly don't know what to do. So I'm in my 30s and I live with my parents. I've always held a job and I make a good salary. I contribute a sizable amount to them monthly, which I think helps them financially and I prefer to give them the money rather than a stranger in rent. I have a friend who seems to always try to bring up if I'm still living with them, especially if we haven't talked in a long time. She has either lived on her own or with her boyfriend from when she was in her 20s, but has always struggled greatly financially, at times even having multiple jobs. I have always had more disposable income or spending room, and I think she resents me for it, even though it's never been rubbed in her face, and we don't even meet up that often to see each other. She's really struggling financially though, and earns below the poverty line, and now also has kids. I never ask about her financial situation, or ever really bring up money, but whenever we speak, she gets really aggressive to find out whether or not I'm still living at home. It's asked kind of in a rudely and demanding way, and the question usually doesn't even fit the conversation. It's almost just out of nowhere. I feel like she compares us in her head, and the only thing that allows her to feel she has a foot up and isn't doing so bad in life is being able to say something like, well, I might not have as much, but at least I'm not a loser who still lives with my parents. I have no shame about it, and actually enjoy a super good relationship with my parents, who have been married for 40 plus years. I genuinely enjoy their company, as well as their conversation, and this is just an opportunity to know and to relate to them as adults, which I would not have had the chance to do if I moved out right when I was 18. I don't know how long they'll be around for, and you know what? I like to get time with them when I can. But I feel the tone of the question is meant to shame and expose me, almost as if the way she's asking the question is her way of gleefully snatching the sheet off of me and exposing me as lame in some way, as well as just trying to knock me down a notch, or somehow trying to convince me that I'm not that good after all. Her own dad, I think, has never been active in her life, while I've always had an excellent life, and my parents gave me absolutely everything they could. I was never spoiled, because we were of very modest means, and we never had money like that anyway. I honestly feel that my living with them is brought up on purpose to not only try and bring me down, but also to give her the upper hand in the relationship, or just as some lame, unseen power dynamic game she's playing by herself. Her living conditions in choosing to move out have been at many times not anything I would want. An attempt was made to garnish her wages over unpaid debt and her car was repossessed. And you know what? Despite these facts, I've never laughed at her for any of those things or even mentioned them outright. And those could be considered very embarrassing. So I find it annoying that she's trying to humiliate me on my choice to continue living at home. I'm beginning to get very annoyed at the behavior because it's clearly an aggression towards me. And there are many things about how she lives that I could embarrass her on, but I don't. She's using it to make me a bit of a punching bag so she can feel better about herself. And I'm not going to allow that to go on forever as her money hangups are
are her own, and nothing will ever give her the right to be disrespectful to me. How should I approach confronting her about this? Because honestly, I don't know what to do. It sounds like your friend's really trying to be toxic. And if anything, it sounds like she's jealous because she does not have what you have with your parents. Like, clearly she does not know that kind of family dynamic. She moved out almost immediately when she was early in her 20s, and she has either lived on her own or with her boyfriend. You, on the other hand, have stayed at home. And that's by choice. You provide for yourself, and you do pay rent and all those other things. So it's really unfortunate for your friend to be acting this way. And yeah, I agree with you. I think this really is on purpose. I think she's just trying to do this to make herself feel better. And if you look at it that way, this really is a sad situation. Because anyone who has to do that, just to have any kind of self-confidence in themselves, or just so they can feel better about themselves, is really a sad individual. I think deep down, they've just got some problems. So if anything, I would take this with a grain of salt. But it seems like you've tried that, and it's starting to wear you down. So maybe you could address this in a really subtle way, and explain that, hey, I really do enjoy living with my parents, I provide rent, I pay for my own stuff, and I don't take advantage of anybody. And somehow convey to her that you are 100% okay with this, and you're not ashamed of it. That would be my personal plan if I was in your shoes. But if you want to take the more direct approach, then I think it's honestly a simple conversation. You just straight up say to your friend, hey, stop making fun of me because I live with my parents. And then that would hopefully be the end of it. If they still want to go on and try and pretend like this wasn't a thing, and then like flip it on you as if you're the problem, then I think that's all you need to know about whether or not you want to still be friends with this person. Because based on what you've described, they don't sound like a nice friend at all. And if anything, I think you're right. They just want to try and play this power game that nobody signed up for. And if that really is the truth, she's just trying to put you down to make herself feel better, then in my opinion, you can find a lot better friends than that. Because nobody deserves to be treated that way, regardless of what situation you might be living in. My girlfriend called me out in front of her friends, and I'm honestly really upset and I don't know what to do. So I'm a 28-year-old male, and I am a bit sensitive to being corrected or called out in front of others. My girlfriend told me the other day, as we were getting out of the car, hey, don't slam the door. And I don't think I had closed it that hard, but I am fine closing it more gently if that bothers her. What bothered me is that it was among friends, and I felt embarrassed to have this pointed out. I asked her later in private not to correct or criticize me in front of others. She is having a hard time understanding what I mean by this, and now feels like she can't ask anything from me if anyone is around. I don't mind if she makes a request or asks me to do something, such as, hey, could you help me with the dishes or something like that? That would be totally fine. What I mind is her pointing out a flaw or some kind of issue in the company of friends. This has caused a big argument between us, and now she feels like she can't meet my requirements for this sort of language. I feel like I am asking a very basic level of respect and gentleness of language, and I'm confused why she is struggling to understand where I'm coming from. I tried to explain with an example. So if she said something like, can you please clean up after yourself when you make a mess, to me would feel like I'm being called out, because it implies that I'm being messy, or generally I don't clean up after myself. Instead, she could have said something like, could you clean up those plates please? Which to me is a much more direct and nicer way to ask for that, because it's not generalizing the problem. But now, she feels that anything she says could imply a problem, and feels paralyzed to ask for things in front of others, just in the off chance that it might offend me. Again, I am fine with these conversations in private, but when it's in public, it feels really embarrassing. Am I asking too much? Should I be less sensitive? It all feels very intuitive to me, so I'm confused as to why she just doesn't get it. But also to be clear, in private, when it comes to her telling me not to slam the door, her comment would not have been a big deal at all. But honestly, what did bother me was the annoyed tone she used, and the fact that it was 
was in front of our friends. This is all really frustrating, and I honestly don't know what to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So in my opinion, I think the original poster is just a little too sensitive. I don't think someone telling you not to slam the door warrants any kind of private conversation. I mean, this would be different if she shouted at you or made fun of you afterwards or something like that. But a simple correction and just a request, to be honest, is not that big of a deal, regardless of if it's in front of people or not. So I think maybe this is just a you problem, if anything. I can kind of see where you're coming from, but at the same time, it just seems a little silly. I think you just gotta realize that your girlfriend's probably not doing it maliciously, and she's not doing it to try and embarrass you or somehow put you down. She probably just didn't want you to slam the door. And also, to the credit of the original poster, I can kind of see where you're coming from with the cleaning up example, where the first one kind of implies that you make a mess all the time, but the other one implies, hey, can you just clean up these plates? But even that, it's not that big of a deal. And I think this is something on your end that you need to figure out. Because from the sounds of it unless there's something going on that you have not described in this story, I don't honestly think your girlfriend is doing anything wrong. And I honestly think you would be better off not taking this so seriously and getting so upset over the smallest comments. My mother is constantly putting me down and making me feel terrible regardless of the circumstances. And I've honestly had enough and I've decided to move on from her. First, a bit of backstory before the main event. My biological dad was never a part of my life. Literally, I was six months old and he was gone, but my sibling's dad raised me and was a part of my life from the age of two years old up until 21, and my stepdad has been with my mom for the past 21 years, so I've always had parents. I have also always had issues with the biological dad thing. It does bother me, and because of it, I've had therapy and a lot of counseling, and because of that, I'm able to manage just fine. My mom also knows that it bothers me, though, and when she's tried numerous times over the years to push me to seek out my biological dad and have some kind of relationship with him, I've explained that that isn't going to happen ever. But yet, she 
still continues to push. So I moved out at 22 after I had to return after university to live with my parents. I then spent about seven years living three and a half hours away, so I got used to not seeing them that often. I moved back to an area where family lives just over a year ago. I'm very much an independent person. I live my life, I run my own household, and I work full time. I was a prison officer for eight years, so because of that, my shifts and hours were very much all over the place, and I didn't have a lot of free time. I'm super close to my cousin and her family. They live about 20 minutes away from me, and we go to the same gym and spend a lot of time together. And to be completely honest, she's more of a sister than anything else. I've also suffered with depression and anxiety over the years. I've been medicated in the past. This is something my mom always questioned. She would always say something like, what have you even got to be depressed about? I mean, I do okay. I've recently changed jobs. I got myself a wonderful and supportive partner. I got a dog and everything does seem good. But to me, living my life is not something to report back to my parents every three seconds. And if I did tell them something I was doing, there would just be judgment. They would say stuff like, I don't like your tattoos or I think your movies and shows are stupid. Or they would try and monitor how I spend my money. The pressure when I was single to find someone and have children was immense. I hated being questioned about my love life. So I would request it be a topic never spoken about. Yet it would always be brought up regardless. Eventually, I began to dread spending time with my parents as it would never end up going well. And I really didn't want to be a part of it. So my mom would want to spend time together, which is cool. No worries. Me too. Yet she would complain when I wouldn't sort out anything solid. But at the same time, she wouldn't call me or attempt to make any arrangement herself either. It wasn't as if she was constantly trying to rearrange things and I would say no. She just expected me to be the one to reach out every time. If I didn't instigate it, it didn't count. And I would never be able to pop around as they live on a boat and they move about and they are always a bit of a drive away. I live in a solid stationary house and on occasions when she's asked me to come by on such and such day, the answer is always yes. Several times in the past, she's given me ultimatums of sort, saying stuff like, I've tried to be a good mother, you don't appreciate me, and your dad left me, which is something she loves to throw out, using the line of I'm an only parent quite a bit. And that honestly always destroyed me to be reminded that yes, my biological father was not there. And you know what? I've always called and pleaded and apologized, but this latest one just did not work out the way that it usually does. My mom has never been a stranger to cutting contact with family members if they've done something that she doesn't like. And this time around, I'm the latest person to get this treatment. In fact, she didn't speak to her own mother for six years, and she didn't speak to her sister either for about seven. So when it comes to me, the thing that triggered this type of response was that I told her I was going to take Nan out for lunch, and if she wanted to come too, she should come along. Initially, I got a response saying, I don't know whether to be happy to be invited or sad. I think it's the latter. And after she said that, I didn't even bother responding. The next day, I get a message back from her, and she says that she's so disappointed with the fact that I apparently didn't make any effort to try and meet for lunch, which is honestly not true because I did reach out and I asked her if she did want to get involved, but she said no. And moments like this have cropped up throughout my entire life. And you know what? I'm angry. I'm so upset and I'm just done with this. It's like I'm being punished for living my life and I honestly don't want to grovel anymore. My partner saw this and saw my reaction to it and he was utterly disgusted by it. And you know what? I'm just going to let her have her way. She is the one that stepped out and I am simply done with running after her anymore. What a terrible parent. It seems like she's trying to do all these things just to make your life a little bit more miserable.
miserable. So you know what? I don't blame you for walking away from this situation because she sounds incredibly toxic and it doesn't look like any type of negotiation or talking is ever going to change that fact. My entitled roommate is refusing to get rid of a dog that she just suddenly picked up and is in fact risking us all getting evicted if she doesn't get rid of it. And I honestly don't know what to do. So I live in a mobile home complex and I share a trailer with my wife and two roommates. Recently, my female roommate gave us 30 days notice that she will be moving out because she had lost her job, which is the third job she's lost since she moved in with us six months ago. And she found a boyfriend who would let her live with him rent free. She did pay her last month's share of rent, which we paid the landlord last week. A few nights ago, the soon-to-be ex-roommate woke me up in the middle of the night to ask me if she could bring a friend's dog over just for a couple of nights because he was being rehomed. And the person rehoming him needed to get rid of the dog immediately while the person taking the dog needed a couple of days to get their house ready. I told her I was personally okay with it as long as it was only a couple of days. And I assumed she would make sure it was okay with my wife and our other roommate too. I only found out after she brought the dog over that she had asked my wife who told her she wasn't okay with it. And she didn't even ask our other roommate at all. Yesterday, the roommate informed us that she had fallen in love with the dog and would be keeping it herself. She didn't even ask us if we were okay with that. The problem with that is first of all, our complex that we live in requires a pet deposit of $100 per pet, which she refuses to pay because she's only staying here another month and can't afford it. And if she gets caught taking the dog out, then we will get evicted. The other problem is her bedroom is right next to our other roommate's bedroom and all the noise the dog is making, plus all the noise she's making talking to the dog and taking him to go out to the bathroom every hour is keeping our roommate awake when he's trying to sleep. My wife and I can also hear her taking out the dog when we're sleeping because the front door is right next to our bedroom and she loudly talks to the dog in the front yard. My wife, our male roommate, and I had a meeting with each other about this situation, which is when I found out that my wife told the roommate that she wasn't okay with the dog at all and our other roommate hadn't even been asked if he was okay with it. We all agreed that we weren't okay with her waking us up all the time and potentially getting us evicted if she gets caught, which would be pretty easy, by the way, when she's taking the dog outside every hour and loudly talking to him. So I took the initiative to calmly and politely tell her that we weren't okay with her keeping the dog here and she would need to find somewhere else to keep him until she moves into her new place. And when I told her this, she went berserk. She started yelling at me, demanding that I give her back her rent money. But I told her that rent was already paid to the landlord. She then demanded that either we let her keep the dog or we have to pay her back for the rent that she paid. She then said that we should just deal with the dog because it's only for a month. I told her we tried being nice about this, but she wasn't being fair to us. She needs to consider everybody in the house, not just herself. She is still refusing to get rid of the dog and it is going to take her a while to move all her stuff into her boyfriend's house. I'm not even sure if there's a way we can legally enforce her removing the dog without risking getting evicted for having an illegal animal in the complex. And worst of all, we can't even go to the landlord to do anything because all they could do is just give a 30-day eviction notice. Other people in this complex have gotten kicked out for having illegal animals, but they were still given 30 days to move out because that's the law. So either way, it looks like she's forcing us to put up with the dog for the next month. We're also worried because she said that she would take things into her own hands if we didn't comply with her demands, which might mean that she could lie to the landlord and say we consented 
to the dog being there or something like that. It's hard to know what she means by that, but she has a history of ruining people's lives when she doesn't get her way, and I honestly don't know what to do. What a crazy situation. Because this lady is literally trying to get you evicted. She's using this dog as some kind of extortion tactic where she's going to be like, you know what? You can either listen to me or I'm going to make things worse. I mean, if I was in your shoes, I would go to the landlord, all three of you, and say, no, we did not consent to this dog and basically expose this lady for the psychopath that she's being. That way you can at least avoid getting evicted in some way, shape, or form by saying, hey, this is our roommate that's moving out. We do not want this. And this dog is not ours. So hopefully this gets worked out in some way because this definitely sounds like a nightmare and this lady literally sounds unhinged. So hopefully nothing drastic happens and she can just leave without any kind of problems. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.